0: Escape to the Metaverse, better act like you know, yeah. You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah. Uh, escape to the Metaverse, better act like you know, yeah. You are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah. yeah. Hey everyone, before we begin this week's episode of the Matthew and Rizzle show, I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out P-O-B dot studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at P-R-R-F beauty. That's p. RRF Beauty on Twitter and POB.Studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you and enjoy the show. Okay, BitPixie, welcome to the Matthew and Nizzle Show.
1: Hello, good to be here.
2: Really, really excited to talk to you and Voxels, formerly known as CryptoVoxels and all that good stuff. But before we dive into that, I'm wondering if you could uh, sort of introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your career, what you were doing, how you found like Web3, NFT land and uh, what brought you to, crypto, uh, to Voxels in the first place?
3: Wait, wait. And your live work in progress, which is your hair. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, I am dyeing my hair. It's bleached, and now I'm going to dye it purple. Uh, Voxel's purple.
3: (laughs) As we speak. Yes. Right now.
1: Um, So how I got into Web3, uh, I was in the Bay Area at the time. I was living in in Oakland uh, when, I guess, Bitcoin was beginning, and... um, then when I heard about Ethereum, Ethereum has always been my favorite coin. I just want to say that. So like that, the fact that I got an Ethereum tattoo on my arm, uh, it's always been my favorite coin. Um, Cause it, I saw its potential and I didn't know what it was going to do, but I was just like, I don't know, something about how you could do uh, a lot of, transactions on it. Um people were already making like little games and uh like I saw the Crypto Punks, I saw the I played with the MoonCat stuff. Um I only actually bought in for CryptoKitties. Um and I was going to a ton of hackathons at the time because I thought I wanted to be a front end developer. So I attempted to be a front end developer. Uh but I have an art school background. I'm just much better at, um, I like, I like people. I like research. I like, uh, user flows. I like icons. Um, so I found out that user experience and user interface design was a thing. Uh, it's what I ended up doing at all the hackathons, um, and kind of directing, um, the developers who were faster than me at coding. So it's what I'm still doing now. Um, So I worked for, I worked for a few big companies. Uh, Meitu is like the Chinese Snapchat. It has 450 million monthly active users. And that was a cool experience. Um, That was mostly with selfies. And I found I really like the internet culture, visual expression. Um, so my next company was a GIF company called Giphy Cat. And um, we rebranded, like, we redid the whole website. And I plan to do the same thing with Voxels coming up soon, now that we have another designer on the team this week. Her name is Sophie. She worked with Lexicon Devils um, in CryptoVox, or um yeah so what i did with gippy cat was like it, it it looked like our uh like voxels looks now it's just a little hard to navigate a lot of rage clicking very like no styles um very plain and white and disjointed and some pages completely broken right so um uh, if you look at com now, you'll see it's this nice, sleek design. You can find everything. Stuff is labeled and the navigation is good. It's a sleek, dark UI um, where we found people liked scrolling through GIFs on the uh, darker UI. And yeah, so generally, like, I I have big plans for making voxels. Um awesome. We're not going to be as, we we don't want to be as, like, shiny and corporate as uh, Sandbox or Decentraland. We want to keep that lo-fi, chill, aesthetic, and community, Um, but we do want to make things work better.
3: I would love to hear, I know you've got some like really cool plans, um, upcoming that you wanted to touch upon, but I would love to hear before we get to that, like just sort of how you fell into voxels, crypto voxels in the first place, like your relationship with Ben, it's like, you know, you guys got like a really like funny, interesting dynamic going on, like publicly. And, uh, yeah, we'd just love to hear sort of like how you, how you fell into it.
1: Sure thing. Um, so, yeah. So that was my UX design background. But how I actually found Voxels was the rare pizzas uh, oh, yeah. pizza DAO with snacks. I was in that room about nothing where he was like, "What a pizza was free," and then <laughs> he launched into this whole uh, national pizza day or or whatnot. And he said, "I have land. I have land in, in crypto Voxels." Uh, can you build something on it and I built like the pizzeria out and I kept getting trying to get other people to build with me because I had no idea what I was doing Um, but yeah I was the only one building and I was coming from a New York University course on Unity and I was like you know Unity game engine is so cool I can I can deploy an, a world to my Oculus and it's this amazing world. I can add teleports. I can throw stuff with my hands or do all this stuff, but um, it's hard. It was hard to do. And then I, I saw Voxel's builder. It was just so easy. It was like Minecraft. I could just, I don't know, think more about the, the, the vision than about, um, <clears throat> Too many details that unity has so i kept building in it and hanging out there and then making wearables being like what's magic of voxel okay um just like learning all this stuff and saving up i was doing commissions for people and i was like i'll never be able to afford a parcel um (laughs) so it's kind of good that i i um I don't know. I just understand what new people are going through uh in the process and then I felt like, oh, there's so many bugs and uh with my background, I feel like I could help improve some stuff, so I applied. And then uh maybe 3 or 4 months later, Ben got back to my email like, "Hey, uh hi, I just saw this." <laughs> um uh which is which is pretty uh classic Ben he's um he's what do you call it like a creative genius I guess uh a little bit uh scattered in in waves um but yeah so am I so that kind of like (laughs) So that's where the the strong like cooperation and collaboration, and then maybe uh, disagreements also come from. But I think it's all uh, it's all generally headed in the direction that we just both want a better product, um, bought a better company, and we want people to hang out in it more, and we want stuff to run fast. Um, so yeah, I liked I liked the quirkiness. Um, I think that that's what really separates voxels from some of the other metaverses. It's just, just the weirdness.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the weirdness totally attracted me back in the day. Rizzo and I, have been in crypto voxels for over three years, way back on scent um, shout out. Connie digital was like the first, Artist that was on scent at the time that really kind of like shouted out crypto voxels and kind of opened a lot of artists eyes to the possibilities of just jumping in world, playing around with the, the then super janky editor to build out like galleries and stuff like that. It was really, and it was really fun. You just hop in on your phone, um, regular web browser, very, very little barriers to entry. So it was like really easy to forgive all the the jankiness and all that stuff. And then with the Whip Meetup, we've been doing that gatherings and everything for like over two and a half years at this point, every Thursday. Um, but I'm curious, like, what what are your actual favorite parts about being in crypto voxels, and not the the flip side? Like, what's still lacking? Like, what are we missing um, heading heading forward?
1: Yeah. Um, well, one question I have been Exploring through the creation of the various new islands, um, something that, um, well, a small win is people used to say, "How do I move? How do I, how are you flying? Uh, how do I see myself?" And since adding the quick start guide on the left hand panel, that um, kind of shows a starting guide and keys. Um, that has those questions have stopped. Um, but there are other more important community questions, uh, like how do we have a better, more bustling neighborhood? Um, or, hey, I bought this place, but my three neighbors haven't built anything for months, and this just looks not great. Um, so I've been exploring theming. The islands with the team uh having some different like pre-builds on it uh, like flora for example we spawned random trees and stuff um, but it still had the wireframe edges so it still looks a little strange so the next island fauna we held our breath and like removed those wireframe edges so it was like an open plain savanna. Um, and it actually worked out. And we only had one person complain, like, where, what's my parcel size? Um, so we, we increased the visibility of the parcel size with a blue border outline when you are on parcel page or you click your address when you're in world. So you can kind of see the outline um, better, but it's not, like, persistent. Um, so another way we helped builders or sorry, I'm, I'm getting to Architect Island. So I said builders. Um, Architect Island is a concept where everything's already built out before and there are permanent structures. Like you would buy an apartment and move into it. So you can change all the stuff on the inside. You can put your car to the outside, but like you can't change the walls. Um, so that's something we're exploring now that was released yesterday. Um, for the first suburb in the South called Plan. And that's Lil Pat's and his architecture school and his buddies' architecture firm. So real architects, real architects building in the metaverse. Um, and this will maybe solve that question. Maybe not solve, but open even more questions, deeper questions um, regarding... Uh, a bustling neighborhood and having um, having things look nice. It works for people who spend time daily in the world and it works for speculators who just want to buy the land and not do anything with it because then they have this like nice structure already um, and they don't have to go out and um, yeah, hire people or, or whatnot. And um, maybe later, Architect Island architects will become even more famous. Like perhaps little Pat's will design some real life architecture and, and have a big name for himself. And then people who um, purchase those at this time um, in the future will have, you know, that special build from a famous architect something like that.
2: I'm um, creating like a, a more bustling um, crypto box or, Voxels, sorry. <laughs> I keep slipping up with the name. Um what is what's your thesis on how we can achieve that? I'm really curious to hear that. As someone who's been putting on these events, like my thesis has been you need more event holders, event designers, just more events that attract more people in-world and start to see like how bustling neighborhoods plots parcels can get, but I'm curious where your mind's at when it comes to getting more people in world more frequently, more reliably?
1: Yeah. Um, So one thing we added recently was token gating parcels. And I have been experimenting with um, creating the tickets to the events, let's say. Uh, So what token gated parcel means is that you can close your parcel off unless someone owns uh, say you're one-on-one art, or they own a uh, wearable, certain hat um, to get into the party. Or maybe it's just maybe it looks like an actual key. Uh, it can look like anything, but they have to own this NFT in their wallet, and then they will be able to enter the parcel like usual. Um, otherwise, it shows uh, you can kind of see in from a distance, but as you get closer. The parcel becomes more solid. Right now, it's a. I have no idea why it's a bright pink. That was not my choice. Um, <laughs> I said, I said, make it boxels purple. Um, but I think the shader, the light shader, may have accidentally turned it pink. Um, but yeah, in the future, it will be very cool for people to uh, to choose that color and to style their VIP um, gate essentially. So you can put stuff outside of it. Um, This is what I've been experimenting with now. Tomorrow there will be a party on Pastel Island in, uh, I don't know the exact time yet, Um, just the afternoon of Eastern Standard Time, Um, perhaps. Yeah, I'll get more of that info to you later. Pastel Island party. It's at this pastel castle, so I have this whole megavox castle That's uh, covering that token gated uh, pink thing. Oh, the castle's also pink. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: But yeah, if you own the pastel color coin, it works as the key. It's a wearable. Uh, It's based on the, oh my God, I can go into a whole rabbit hole about this. Because you guys know, yeah. you guys know what Color Coin is from yeah. back in the day.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the OG, like uh, Crypto Voxel's co- token that they're experimenting around with, and it was fun for a minute because we were able to throw it around briefly in World, but that ended up like breaking everything when we had lots of people trying to do it simultaneously.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard it slowed down the whole world. So that's the second point about making things more. Um, with traffic is that at a certain point of traffic, the world does uh, break. You'll just get an error page. You can't log on. So scaling on the back end, and maybe we'll do uh, sharding by region, because right now it's all on one server. So the whole world has to load, the whole server has to load while people are on. Um, And When I say sharding, I don't mean the Decentraland way where you're in the same spot but you can't see your friend because that's weird.
2: That's the
0: worst.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) It it would be more like... A me
2: sharded, yep.
1: (laughs) It would be be something you wouldn't really notice um, as a voxillian but if you're at the pastel party at the pastel castle tomorrow um, maybe it would only load up Pastel on one server, and it would load the other islands on another server. And this way, um, if the party gets really huge on, on Pastel, uh, it won't affect the other islands. Um, so that's one idea that we're trying looking into. Um, Yeah, because if you want more people logged on, first you have to have the technicals to be able to support people logging on.
3: (laughs) I I love the way you're like building. I I just knew as soon as you came on, I was like, I I don't like know exactly what you're doing, but I feel like BitPixie gets it and is like here to like save us from like a lot of these little Quirks and things. And it's, it's cool to hear that you're like both working on streamlining the front end, but also thinking like big picture, like on the back end and like adding some like cool features and and thank God you're thinking about the sharding thing. Cool. Whenever you're ready for like Rizzle Block Island to like block it off by like Rizzle Blocks, <laughs> like you know maybe after you're done architecture Island, uh, the it's cool that you're like you know implementing some things that like a lot of these Web three platforms have been talking about for a long time. But I, I just feel like it's just been a lot of talk, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I would love to hear like you, as someone I, again, I feel like you get it, like zooming like way out, like where where do you see like metaverse stuff crypto voxel sorry voxels going uh how it fits into like the larger ecosystem like yeah what's what's your like big zoom out premise Mm. or Um, is there one i mean sometimes it's tough as quickly as the space moves right
1: no i have i have a big vision but it might take some years uh so you know how computers used to be as big as a room And now we have a little computer on all of our phones.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: So I feel like as hardware advances, um, we can escape the shiny flat rectangle and uh, 2D websites and more websites will be interactive in, in a 3D way. So voxels is pretty forward thinking in that, um, uh, when you're buying the real estate, you're in a way it's like buying web hosting, um, like bringing someone to your, your store on a 2d page, but it's on a, it's in a 3d experience where you can also see people and get their reaction and express yourself and, um, chat and all this stuff. So, I feel like that will be more of the future of the internet. Um, and it won't be bulky headsets. Uh, it will be something much smaller. I don't know about the whole eye contact, <laughs> eye contacts thing, but you know, some kind of device in front of our face where we can be hands free. Um, maybe even without holding a hand controller because it could detect your muscle muscle movements. Um, so we could have a new keyboard of gestures, essentially. Um, we're still using the QWERTY keyboard, which is like a typewriter keyboard. Um, I think QWERTY keyboard was established because the typewriter keys would get stuck in a certain way if it was in alphabetical. I, I can't exactly remember But um, it's hard to change, it's hard to change people's patterns. So I think this will happen slowly. And it's pretty fascinating to me um, that Ben has gotten into creating uh, a side project called Focus or Foxus, F-O-X-U-S. And what it does is it attaches to a VR headset um, and it creates pass through. So he's created mixed reality. He doesn't even know that word mixed reality. Uh, he's been saying augmented reality, but it is, uh, it's actually mixed reality. And that's, uh, so in a way like his, his crazy brain is sort of aligning with mine on the big long-term vision of the internet. Um, so that's why I want to stay with boxels for many years if I can, um and so uh yeah wild answer but
3: no No, thinking about i mean yeah go ahead rizzo no it's it's just really interesting to talk to people who have like are deep enough in this industry to like you know sort of be able to see the forest through the trees and uh I've actually had similar thoughts about the keyboard uh, and that like how, how fast I can type. I'm like, you know, is this going to be like antiquated technology by the time, you know, my kid is my age? Like, are they really going to have to learn how to type on this thing? That's like a, you know, sort of a dinosaur like way of interacting with technology. So, uh, no, that's, that's to hear your take on it is really cool. And, and I agree. We've got to move beyond this at some point. But uh, people's habits are hard to change.
1: Right. Yeah. I think there's slow, I, you know, there is slow adoption for things like VR headset. I don't even like to use it because it's still, um, still makes me a bit dizzy. The total immersion thing is a bit weird. I can't see if my kid's about to fall down the stairs, you know, um, <laughs> you want to kind of be able to step into the, the, the fairy ring, so to speak, uh, but be able to to get out, um, so I think that's where, um, uh, being able to see the world around you while you are also in the digital world will become important, um, so yeah, things we can't even imagine now that will change with the tech, the, the hardware, uh, will actually affect
2: the software as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and going back to like that mental model that you're describing with like builds and parcels in these virtual worlds, like voxels, as being like 3D websites, um, using that sort of analogy for folks, kind of you, you see a light bulb go off in front of people's or above people's heads. They're like, oh, then they start thinking of this. Like they see the utility in addition to like, having a space where you can actually have these virtual experiences and create virtual memories that are just as visceral and vivid in your mind in retrospect as any other experience in real life and sort of like pulling on that thread since you're doing, you're putting on events too. It's really cool to see. I I love more uh, events in crypto in voxels and like you said tomorrow uh, thursday like may twenty sixth, for listeners the pastel party is going to get kicked off the architect party on architect island i guess is slated you were saying earlier before we started recording on the 7th of june but yeah that'll be
1: the 7th of june another time that's tentative um so yeah the one tomorrow on pastel will be with chad xp and he'll be with raven in an la studio uh so that will be cool and then the one june 7th will be with purple aka tip your dj.eth very clever you name, uh and his friends like maybe it's rel or dj heat or um al Packle. so that will be pretty cool um i i love having the live streaming music currently we do that through youtube or twitch or boombox from any tab and i added the ability for boombox um for people to not like interrupt the boombox <laughs> uh and we added that for shepherd ferry shepherd ferry is a very famous graffiti artist um, he's got a spot on satoshi island and uh he does the obey giant poster, the Obama poster, but apparently he also does like uh, DJing stuff. And uh, he doesn't. He didn't want to use YouTube or Twitch. He wanted to just be like a personal thing. So, um, so yeah, we also have Boombox for that.
3: That's awesome. BitPix, I, I, I gotta I... tell you our solution. Go ahead, Matt. You should, someone should tell BidPixie like our creative solution to the Boombox being able to be interacted uh, with by anyone
2: yeah we we have to put someone in the box so they're monitoring it no one else can find the boom box that was like our janky <laughs> we had
3: to do yeah <laughs> no, we, we would like create a had, closet yeah. or like a little box for our our audio guy Dra- dragon Dragonade. shout out dragon, shout out dragon Nate, yeah but now i'm free <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, it worked too because no one could find it. It was hidden effectively, and he was the only one that was like <laughs> piping in the audio for everything. That's very
1: the Sims. I don't know if you've ever tortured a Sims before. But... <laughs> <laughs> you put a whip
2: Yeah. We we still reference know. it, obviously, like right now, but we, we still thank Dragonate for his services in the box for for so many um shows at the whip. <laughs> My pleasure. But yeah, I wanted to ask Dragonade. you, like personal memories from, from voxels, from any of these virtual events. Like I, I have a a lucky blessed to have a large number of like memories that we've created here and like explaining that side of things to people. I've always found very fascinating and eye opening. but I'm just curious, like if you're looking back in your history of events and like meetups and gatherings in voxels, what, what's like the top memory.
1: Top memory. Oh my gosh. Um, Let me think. Okay, so for me, uh, I I do like the music events because if I'm really stressed out, I can just, I don't know, go there and watching my avatar dance so fluidly, even when in real life I have a spine issue, um, is actually just so calming. (laughs) Uh, You can project yourself into like, um, like feeling like your avatar, that everything's safe and nice and fun. Um, so yeah, any music event is pretty stress relieving. I was always impressed with the Bitlectro Labs ones. Um, they threw some crazy big parties with a large space. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, but also just sort of getting stuff off of your chest. So if there's some kind of theme you're struggling with or working through doing a build around that is just also very stress relieving um uh yeah so i i have a son he's, he's one and a half years old and he has his own wallet or whatnot so i've made a time capsule parcel for him um to kind of show off all of uh the stuff I'm collecting for him. Um, but I also had in the parcel, it's not there right now. Cause I've moved it. I'm, I'm rebuilding it, but like a video of his, um, late father who, who passed away. Um, I, it's okay. If I talk about this, um, he passed away in a, uh, what I say, an unjust police raid, um, at 4 30 AM when we were sleeping.
3: Oh, shit.
1: Um, so yeah, And I was pregnant at the time. So uh, I was kind of making like video, collecting videos and photos of his dad. So um, if there's a day when he's a teenager and he's really upset or misses his dad, um, what I'll do is I'll I'll, like give him this parcel and all these NFTs and his wallet um, with some Ethereum in it as well. Um, Hopefully the price will go up. (laughs) <laughs> uh and and it will also have like a lot of pictures and stuff and videos of his dad um so i think that would be like a nice gift um for him when he's a teenager it's a rise time capsule um,
3: yeah uh, after like the uh i mean i'm sorry to hear that obviously i'm sure you've heard that yeah. a million times but like what a fucking tragedy uh after like A lot of money passed away and there was like that big ceremony for him that like, you know, Brooke Hawk had like built this like giant tribute parcel to him that like, I I think really brought home like how like, you know, real this shit can be and like how like this virtual environment can like, you know, just generate like a lot of like incredibly sentimental feelings and like become like a very, very real part of uh, people's lives. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that, but like also like, you know, appreciate you being a builder within the space. Who's like actively like interacting with the platform and like using it for like some real cool purposes that like, you know, aren't necessarily even on other people's radars. I, I feel like, you know, especially in this big hype cycle, that's just like so lacking across like all of these, uh you know, a lot of what has become like companies just like hiring out for people who aren't even really familiar with the product. They have like good track records within like, you know, gaming or web two or like, you, you know, some other stuff, but like, uh, you know the fact that you are like actively out here like tinkering like improving <laughs> like using it for cool stuff is is just like uh again I, i'm not like trying to totally like fanboy you but i'm like dude thank god that like, bit is like exactly who we needed like <laughs> like in this spot go ahead bit i know you, you said you had something to say i was I had, uh, yeah. had another right. comment as well but yeah yeah
1: when you mentioned the the a lot of money Um, memorial build, as well as tours of his work uh, in voxels, and um, there was also a a dance party event. Um, Yeah, people that what I was saying about, you know, my son's father, like, uh, it's the same, the, the same feeling, like people coming together and Celebrating a life and um, yeah, just a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings happening and being able to be expressed on a a 3D virtual world in a way that uh, uh, you may not be able to like fly everyone out to a a funeral um, or you may not be able to achieve the same thing on like a, a Zoom call. (laughs) that would be I don't know Uh, I'm sure some people do but yeah there's just something about being able to express yourself that's so strong with voxels um and a lot of money was going to be one of the architects on architect island uh he was working planning to work in ogar's uh, section of all the og builders Um, but yeah, he passed away before we could get the the stuff on the map. Um, so what they have done in that section is they took the last voxel he created. I I believe it was the last one he created and published. Um, it was like a self portrait 32 by 32 in the wizard X collection. Um, and we've placed it in some of the gardens, um, with some really amazing, like floating frames around it, and flowers, and uh, like I'm trying not to cry.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm no, I'm not the only one.
1: So beautiful, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, say something. And it, uh, gosh.
3: <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, I choked really up over here. I, I mean, this is like the the beauty of the whole thing, right? I feel like, and you know, honestly, I've given a lot of thought. I feel like the so many of like the old builders and creators within the space, like have this type of uh, attachment with like uh, voxels, you know, maybe not in the exact same type of way, but just in terms of like, you know, there's just so much history within the space. So many things have happened like way before, like we just got flooded with so many people coming into the space and and it just, you know, it, it makes me feel like despite all of it's like, quirkiness bugginess like you know it's not the most refined graphics or whatever but i'm like it's it's so far out in front just in terms of like you know that culture within the space is just so anchored so deeply in there that like uh i, I don't know i'm just sort of rambling but i i really feel like uh, you know a lot of other things have taken the spotlight but at the end of the day like when we do stuff when big events happen, like all those old builders and creators like seem to always flock back to crypto voxels for those things. And it's it's cool to see like despite all the the hype and everything, like that that community has remained and, and seems to be getting bigger like as as time goes on.
1: Yeah, the the hardcore uh fans that basically uh inform how we continue to develop the product and add new features or Um, make building tools easier like adding gizmos for example so you can just drag stuff across the screen instead of having to change it with arrows or a number something like that Um, it's really it's really good because the other metaverses you know they get a lot of hype and a lot of sales but some of them are just uh, a small isolated demo like they haven't actually been able to achieve the utility, um, and the builder tools, uh, that we have, or even like, yeah, like promoting, being able to say, Hey, there's an event at this time. And the event goes onto the homepage and screenshots people take, go onto the homepage, um, that you can teleport right into. You send a link, someone can go right on their, on their mobile phone, um, or their, uh, their headset, although that's not perfect, um, yeah, or web, I mean, it's just more accessible, I think, and it's a freemium model, uh, which is different than the other metaverses, where, like, uh, uh the sandbox, for example, I had land at the, at the time of this application, it was maybe where it's, like, just one little, their smallest land, maybe $16,000 at the time. I applied to be able to mint wearables through their, um, specific software Vox edit, which proprietary software. Mm -hmm. And I I sent in like whole portfolio of examples. Uh, and I was like, I don't know, people, people know me. I love Vox. It's my favorite file format. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but they turned me down and they turned all my friends down. I'm like, who did they accept? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that. We try not to gatekeep like that. Um, anyone can go to an event, anyone can make a free space. Anyone can uh, build in a, a parcel that's been sandboxed. Although the features are a little bit more limited uh, yeah, you can, you can just try it, you try it, you don't have to buy anything. Um, And I think that's a pretty beautiful thing.
2: Yeah. I mean, y'all, Ben and team have helped create and turn voxels into a living, breathing place, right. Where there's culture and people are excited about it and they have fond memories of it. It just like a, a real city, it goes in like booms and sometimes busts, depending on like the build cycles and the general, like, sentiment folks and tools available and like the overall like stability of the project but yeah. like it's alive <laughs> which is yeah. more than we can say for a lot of these other projects that feel rather stilted or they're still in like the land selling phases for like years and years and years it's kind of weird um but yeah hats off to what y'all have been able to create sort of a tangent but like pulling on ben's like weird wacky tendencies to focus and build all the time (laughs) yeah what's up with uh yo folk and that sort of that sort of like social network that then has created how is that going to be like linked closely with voxels i know (laughs) there is that like announcement of an airdrop and then you're like hey if you didn't do the airdrop you probably shouldn't announce the airdrop for like voxel wearable owners <laughs> or whatever so like, what's what's the relationship with with yo folk and um and, and voxels heading forward do you know
1: um uh, yes and no <laughs> <laughs> so so how fo- yo folk started was Ben was on vacation and he he likes to code on vacation um so he, i don't I don't really know how he was starting with the idea maybe it was the talk of the elon musk buying twitter or something um, but he was thinking about decentralized type of uh social networks or maybe a um i don't know he's thinking about social networks so he built what was basically like a, a chat um or blogging, like mini blogging. He also loves vlog, vlogging, video logging. Uh, so yeah, so you can have a private profile or public profile and you can post your your picture or vlog or blog and people can comment on it. Uh, it's in reverse chronological order. There's no like algorithm thing. It's very simple. And then you can tip people for their posts. So the tipping mechanism is where folk came from. I think he wanted to call it Hey Fam originally, because he always says Hey Fam, but that was taken or something. Uh, so Yo Folk was more, that was another like gender neutral way of saying that. Um, so Folk, F-O-L-K, became the token for the tipping mechanism. Um, and it was not supposed to cross over to Voxel's. <laughs> uh, Benji failure, who you or failure as he calls it, yep. um, as he calls himself. Yeah, he uh, Ben had set him had set Benji as the like product lead for Voxel's to uh, decide how things are going to look and what's the roadmap and this and that. Um, so Benji said anything you know our roadmap map is awesome we're working on great things but please don't overlap uh, folk and yo folk and voxels Um, but then that happened (laughs) (laughs) so um, Ben wanted to test the airdrop uh, so for people with Parcels and who have created a costume, they should receive like a couple dollars worth, maybe of a folk. Um, but he noticed that it kept getting stuck, so he was running it on, I think Polygon. But because of the high traffic, I don't know if he set like custom high gas or something, or why it keeps timing out. But some people got their airdrop and some people didn't. And he he is actively working on that, um, and. Yeah, he said that you can you can sell it if you want. You can use it for tipping. You can save it, and that maybe in the future there would be ways to use it inside of voxels. So what that means is that um, it has overlapped, and I don't, don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it's really an unknown. Like mm-hmm. maybe. He's mentioned some idea about using it to buy wearables. Uh, He's mentioned something about leaving a tip jar in a parcel. uh, So you could tip someone, even if they're not there. Like right now you can right click on someone. You could send them Ethereum. You could send them Matic. You could send them a wearable uh, if they're in your parcel, but like maybe it would be um, a persistent tip jar feature or something. Um, It's unknown, but... Uh, this this isn't like how the uh, other part of the team wanted to roll out a token. We we do like the idea of tokenom- tokenomics and governance, and that's why I was kind of studying it uh, with Scarcity Island and how we could like create um, voting mechanisms and something like a town hall person or like you could change the vote to change the road color or vote to change the weather or how far people can build out, or um, maybe the community decides on um, a problematic neighbor instead of going to the moderators. Like we want people to be able to have uh, the power for themselves um, and to code that in and make that part of a um, a token type of ecosystem eventually. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. We're a little bit unclear unclear if we would use Folk for that um, or if it will just be a, a small social network site that Ben ends up open sourcing, um, like completely open sourcing and just seeing where people, what people do with that uh, website. Um, so yeah, that's the status on Folk.
3: I just have this like most hilarious picture in my head like we, we all sort of need Ben's like creative genius side of him but like the rest of the team seems like they're just constantly trying to like wrangle him in and like get like, get, get, get a sense of like where he's headed with like all these ideas and everything uh but it's you know it's cool it's, it's a it's a funny dynamic to sort of see from the outside um
1: yeah no It it's actually um I think I'm starting to get it now and I'm I know I had a week of being very stressed and, um, but you know, he, he's going to do his thing. Like no one can stop him. And that's why we don't, it's a good thing. Cause that's why we don't have like outside VC investors turning everything super corporate and stuff like that. Uh, which, yeah, I like the wild and craziness, um, but we do need to row in the same direction sometimes So what I figured out is that, uh, Ben's going to do what he's going to do. And then what we should do is just roll with it and to build a cool stuff around that. Um, so yeah, I guess that might lend itself towards saying that maybe I would become comfortable with implementing, um, folk usage inside of voxels. Um, yeah we just all have to get on the same page as far as um what people actually want because i know originally it's just like uh there was a color token and the world was black and white and you had to buy uh color to um make the colorful blocks but then the world just looked better with all color i guess at some point he did a buyback program. Um, he would buy back the color token and make the whole world colorful. Uh, so yeah, we want to we want to build something with utility and that lasts. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see where what happens with folk.
3: Yeah, you know, the fact that like nobody really knows definitely like <laughs> makes it pretty exciting. No, nobody knows but Ben. Uh, and yeah. who knows if Ben yeah. knows? It, it's a, it's a <laughs> mystery to all of us. Uh, you know, BitPixie, one of the things we always like to do as we get sort of towards the end here is like sort of an intrusive shakedown of, of people's Web3 wallets. And uh, just, just genuinely interested, you know, I know you're out here like outside of Voxel's uh, do you collect other projects or, or artists? Is there anything like specifically that you're really interested in that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what you're currently working on?
1: Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, huh. So yeah, I, I I don't really know if I have a theme to what I collect because I tr- I'm pretty diversified. Like I I do get some one of one black and white photography. That I collect from people, Um, some one of one art or uh, songs. Um, I've been kind of into lately, because I work with like some DJs and producers and stuff, Uh, they created Wild Party DAO, and they're the the most ugly. Uh, weed buddies that it's like a collage. Um, I,
3: I think one of those ended up under one of my posts, or something. you might have posted it. It was pretty funny,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They look terrifying, they're like polymorphs or like super yetis or something. They look really bad, but so bad that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had. I had bought like a, a Yuca Labs other side land and I put this ugly little wild party dowel weed guy on the land and was like, look, it's a coda. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, as you can see, I I'll just collect from some bigger name things one of one's, uh, utility type tokens like this, it grants, uh, you, what is it called? I don't get the, I don't fully understand the music industry, like with ownership and stuff, but you get some kind of rights to their work and some money whenever the DJ or producer makes money. Um, yeah. So things with utility, things with, games, things that just look cool, things that look terrible, that could be a meme. Um, (laughs) I love Super Yeti. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, things that could be redeemed for like in real life toys. I've gotten some of those for my kid and I know that um, uh, Fly Frogs works on some toys that that you work with. Yeah, Um, just all kinds of all kinds of random stuff, man. <laughs> um, like I like witchy woman things. I like things with pastel colors. Uh oh man. It, it's just such a range. <laughs> I like weird-looking avatars. I like wearables for avatars. I like checking out other metaverses. Um like Southside City is kind of interesting to me. I don't know why I'm always plugging that. Uh, They just, they call themselves like the GTA of metaverses because they're supposedly won't have any rules. Uh, We'll see. We'll see because moderation like ends up having to be a little bit of a thing sometimes but yeah they they're like no rules, you can do all the M mature rated whatever. So be interested to see how they handle that because voxels does not allow for, um, not safe for work or like violence, or you can't, you can't really die in the game essentially. Uh, (laughs) uh, like you don't get hurt if you would fall off a roof, you just kind of fly and like land down. Um, and I like that. I like that cozy safe stuff. Um, but I'm trying to like push my limits and see, um, just see how people like different people and cultures create things in different virtual spaces um, and the different audiences that it might attract. Um, And yeah, like how, how will kids use virtual spaces in the future? Um, Yeah. So many questions. I have so many questions and that's why I have thousands of NFTs. (laughs) there's a ton that are hidden uh, you could probably see about 800 in my wallet and maybe 100 in my kid's wallet um but i have thousands that are hidden
2: amazing what, what was the name of that gta metaverse project
1: uh south Side city
2: Southside city i gotta go check that out amazing yeah they're
1: building in unity i think it'll be a downloadable client they have mm-hmm. uh some stuff I see them actively working, and you can jump into a little bit of a demo. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun.
2: Definitely check that out. And then before we wrap up, uh, just make sure you let folks know where they can follow you at. Um, I know we already mentioned some of the upcoming events in Cryptovoxels. If you figured out the times or anything like that, yeah, just let folks know where to be when.
1: Totally. Uh, so, Tomorrow, Pastel Castle, uh, early afternoon, Eastern Standard Time, probably. And then on Architect Island, June 7th, uh, maybe 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, but that is, yeah, I will update on my Twitter. So what you should do, you should follow me on Twitter at BitPixie b-i-t-p-i-x-i and then you can go get all the updates uh, the links to directly teleport in um times and i i'm always doing giveaways like for people to who come to stuff so yeah
2: oh yeah all about the giveaways especially wearable giveaways clothing the metaverse doing the lord's work amazing um, well, the pixie, thank you so much for your time chatting with us today, diving into all the the cool things you're doing with voxels as you're dyeing your hair, voxel purple.
1: Absolutely. I know. Amazing. I think it's over dyeing. I need to hop in the shower. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well, we'll let you go, but I just want to thank you so much, and just keep on doing your thing and creating and spreading the good vibes in the metaverse.
1: Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one.
0: You too. Later. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone! Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas, and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at prrf beauty. That's prrf beauty on Twitter and P O B dot studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like hash London and publico. Thank you and see you in the next episode.